It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage. And we're broadcasting on Twin Time. On, well, yeah, I'm sorry we're a little bit behind. Uh, we Our show starts 7 p.m. Pacific Time. And uh, we're a little late today, but thanks for listening on the largest internet radio network on the world, Live 365. But we don't mind being on your behind. <laughs> so here we are, broadcasting from a garage somewhere in the universe, Twiniverse. And uh, you can also find us at www.twintalkcast.com. That's our home. Go there, push play on our radio player. And uh, do it from our webpage. You could also download any of our, our previous shows on the podcast. Click previous podcasts and uh, you download them or stream them to your favorite gadget. Yes. For free. Take it everywhere. Take you and take us everywhere. <laughs> Another thing, too, if you got iTunes, we're also on iTunes. Search, search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes and listen to or subscribe to any of our podcasts for free. And listen to the really cool music mix on our Twin Talk Radio uh, from Live 365 at our webpage and at Live 365. We got some cool music there that you hear everywhere and stuff that you will only hear here in Theo Luis's garage. So we've got a mix of the special, this mix of the great. The good, it? the bad, and the ugly. And the fugly. He, he Reminds me of some chicks I've dated. <laughs> Well, this is what happens in this show. Um, I am a twin. My brother is a twin. Uh, we happen to be twins to one another. Identical twins. We share DNA, and that's all. We do not share opinions. We may look sort or of... chicks. We, never. Never. <laughs> never have. Never. <laughs> Angel's taste in women is not my taste of women. Not to diss his women, because he's got a lovely lady. I got a foxy chick at home. Hi, Lulu. <laughs> anyway, so lovely Lulu. I love Lulu. Love her. So here we are. And we broadcast from a garage. I've said that three times today. But you know what? Theo Luis's garage. And we broadcast to everyone in the world, anyone that would give us, lend us their ears. Now, you know what? We're going to have a fantastic show coming up. But last week's show that you can catch on our, on our webpage, TwinTalkCast.com, you could stream it or podcast it live. What did we have there last week, bro? We had the, uh, the, the rock band Snew. That's S-N-E-W. Uh, they shared a track and they performed... Uh, they perform- what? That was fun, man. It was. It was fun. Actually, they performed live like many other acts that have come into our into our Theo Lisa's garage. They bring their instruments, and here in the garage they perform, and they were good. They really were. We played one of their MP3 tracks from their new album that dropped that same day, yes, right? and they brought some cool CDs, they, too. It dropped that, that same day. That track is going to be put on our rotation this week. And then they sang one that's kind of like an anthem song. You could hear us sing- singing in the background still. So- if you want to hear yours truly singing or not, just play <laughs> on that podcast. But we also had uh, from RH Entertainment, we had Randy Hernandez who called in to talk about the upcoming first annual United Car Show and concert in, in San Bernardino where 
Los Twins, my brother and I are going to be broadcasting live, so come be part of it. Yeah, so uh, check it out. That was a pretty cool show. Um, and, of course, we had Jackie Castles with the current events talking uh, talking dirty, dirty laundry. Now, this week's we, show. Wait, we also had highlights from the event we were at last week, the March March Radness event. Uh, we had highlights from that and uh, where you and I and Jackie were at. The Fresh Thought Collective hosted another event, and it was called March Radness, where a uh, – a uh, plethora and a even a cacophony of sounds, a plethora of artists. And okay, this sounds like that's like so he, fancy. You know what it sounds like? Like you need some cough medicine. <laughs> plethora <laughs> and cacophony, or a dictionary. A plethora <laughs> of artists from from that the visual like- arts to the music and and also the couture. And a cacophony of sounds from hip hop artists and mixed DJs, a phlegm and, and a cough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't make fun of me because your uh, your um, your lexicon is much more limited than mine. Don't call me. I'm a Mexican American, <laughs> not no lexicon. <laughs> Shit, puro chicano, y qué? Chicano, I hate that word, dude. <laughs> Anyways, check it out. It was really fun. We had a little bit of highlights from there, and it was cool, but this week's show is going to be really cool. We have, I mean, legends, legends in the f- industry and in television, in the business. If you guys have ever watched television ever in your life, you know these people. They are going to be in Theo Luis's garage from Days of Our Lives. Uh, Suzanne, uh, Bill Hayes and Suzanne Seaforth Hayes from Days of Life, uh, multi uh, Emmy Award nominees, and uh, the very first actual daytime drama super couple before Luke and Laura, um, uh, before Delilah and Anthony, <laughs> before uh, Luke and Laura, Regis <laughs> Philbin and whoever. <laughs> Anyways, they were the first power couple uh, and first uh, daytime drama uh, personalities to be on Time Magazine. Yes, and, as they, well. and they're going to be here with us. They're bringing some class, some clout, some panache. Some golden to, years. To Theo Lucy's <laughs> garage, man. The golden years. I'm looking forward to that. And mean, when my brother says golden years, he means the golden years of soap opera because they are the, from you know, they, they, they know. Yeah, I they, also meant they, the, their years. Eh? Oh, no, man. They're dissing. Don't diss. No, man. I'm not. Hey, shit. Anyway, so <laughs> throughout the show, you will have an opportunity throughout the show to interrupt us on Facebook. You can face, you can give us, uh, make any comments in regards to what we're talking about or whatever's on your mind on Facebook. Uh, friend us at Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Also, you can tweet us at Twin Talk Show. And if you feel like doing it the old-fashioned way and giving us a call, you can call us at 818-626-275-TWIN. 8946. Give us a call. And, uh, you know. Hey, who else do we have on today? Well, I'll tell you what. We do have uh, the real Jeff Johnson. The voice guy for Twin Talk. Jeff Johnson is a friend of ours, and he's here pretty regularly. He's a multimedia journalist and voiceover artist, and he's also a pretty uh, accomplished blogger. He's going to be here uh, talking about his travel blog and give some travel tips based on some bad experiences that he had. If you're going to China, you want to know. So, you know, talk to real Jeff Johnson. We're also going to have a call in from uh, a label GMO uh, foods volunteer. Uh, She's at the uh, on the street uh, volunteering to um, her body. 
volunteered. That's not illegal. If you're if you're charging for your body, then it's illegal. But if you're volunteering your body, nothing genetically modified about that body there. <laughs> Anyhow, Susan Elaine, she's a volunteer. She's uh, out there on the street uh, trying to get the uh, labeled GMO foods on the California ballot and bringing awareness. And uh, I'm really glad we're going to have her on because, you know, she's going to talk about uh, that and uh, um, uh, the experiences and what it's like on the street and our five reasons why Twin Talk listeners want to sign the petition to label GMO foods. That'll be later Not on. just Twin Talk listeners, anybody who is interested in uh, not eating genetically modified foods without being told. But that's what's going on today. Also, later on in th- in tonight, we're going to have our Jackie Casas, of course, with the current events. What's coming on current events today? Hey, guys. Uh, tax day is exactly one week away. Have you done your taxes oh, yet? Whoops. If not, I have some Carmen errors for you to avoid. Also, did Cuban leader uh, Fidel Castro make fun of President Obama? I'll tell you what he said Pero about him. Dice ese de la Habana, pues. <laughs> and did actress Jennifer Love Hewitt get a boob job? Well, not exactly. Did Details you, coming up. We'll talk about that with, during, during Jackie Casa's current events slash dirty laundry segment. That's what's going to be happening. I right like on. that there's a slash. So there you go. There you go. And now it's time for shout outs, eh? Hey, your shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts. Every week at the end of the shout-outs, I'll tell you how to get there. But first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Jean Davidson. Hi, baby. She's over in Redlands. I'm glad you're listening. Uh, Nicole Mercatani, Hector Rodriguez from Las Vegas. He's going to marry us. Eh? He's going to marry me and Lulu. He's, is he really? Hector Rodriguez. He's going to marry you? It's going to be a three-way marriage? No, he's going to marry us, fool. Oh, he's going to... He's gonna, He's uh, a pastor, eh? He's going to officiate the wedding. And a good friend of mine, eh? Thanks for listening. And again, Al Lopez from BP. What's up, that's Alfonso? W- that's why it's so important to... That's why it's so important. I could... That's why it's so important to uh, know the vernacular because you said that he's going to marry you and it sounds like he's marrying you guys, but he's going to officiate hey, Jose. the wedding. Hey, Jose, this is shout-outs, eh? I could do it in Spanglish if I want. Shit. Anyway, hey, Randy Hernandez, what's up, doggy? I'm glad you're listening. Uh, Cindy Thomas Daniel, Jose Luis, Jesus, and Rosa, all from Silmar. Uh, Joe at uh, Tamayo Print. Uh, Julie and Dennis in the IE. And uh, our sisters, Linda and Marisol. We love you. Thanks for listening. And Spooky, hey, Holmes, I got your cash. Hey, hit me up later. <laughs> Anyways, the, uh, the shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because uh, you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. Uh, you can walk in or you could just call them for an appointment at 626-448-1931. Tell them the twins to, uh, sent you, and you get some kind of special deal. I'm not really sure what it is. Do you want to give a shout-out, brother? A shout-out to Nicole Miracatani as well, to my man Sideshow Doug Allen and Melissa Allen. Hey. Um, uh, Nicole's man, Steve, who invited me as I was arriving home from Easter partying uh, from their porch. They yelled at me. Hey, we're parking on the porch. Come on over. And I walked across the street, sat down with them, had a couple of glasses of wine and pizza and great conversation. Hey, next time yell a little bit louder for I can hear. They asked me, where's your brother live? And you I said, told them where next street over. And they said, oh, shh, be quiet. <laughs> 
You got a shout out, Mia? I do. I have a shout out for Jaime Sanchez. I told you I'd give you a shout out, fool. You just have to be patient. Hey, he, shout out to is you. Is he another guy with the with hairy chest and bu- shirt buttoned down to the bottom? <laughs> like your friend, what's the name? Rolando? <laughs> Orlando. S- Orlando. Did you say Sancho? I said Sanchez. All right, that's your <laughs> shout outs but, from Jackie, Angel, and Jose. Yeah. Shoo! Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah, we're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, you know? And real quick, before we continue and talk about what this weekend was like, it was an eventful one. Um, remember when we were kids, you mentioned the shout out to our sisters, Marisol, Linda and Marisol, our two mm-hmm. lovely sisters. Our awesome sisters. And um, as, you, as, as you may recall, as, you know, as only younger brothers would do uh, when, when they pick on their older sisters, we, you know, Marisol, they used to call her Marica. Uh-huh. Remember we used to name them together, Lika Marica? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lika Marica. <laughs> I love you, sisters. Oh, you're <laughs> but hey, we were 13 years old. Come on. Anyway, so uh, we we are coming. <laughs> I totally off. forgot that. <laughs> we're coming off a very eventful weekend. Weekend. It was uh, it was not only Passover and Good Friday, but then of course Easter. Every Friday is good for me. Eh? <laughs> it's a national holiday. How was man. your week, man? It was cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got to see my son play uh, his volleyball. He plays volleyball at the high school. He kicks ass. Hey, Mijo, I love you. And uh, uh, my girl and I went up to the, we've been going to the mountain a lot, and uh, we hit up the mountain on Saturday. I just love it in the morning, you know, when you're yeah. going up there in the morning, yeah, all it's the great. birds, are, you know, and uh, got a good workout in that. Feed me awesome dodgeball game we had at my mom's this weekend. We played an awesome game of great dodge. Uh, I don't. Isn't it Greek dodge? They've called it a couple of things. Great dodge, great, great dodge, dodge, great dodge, but it, it's a. It's sort of like playing great dodge on a volleyball court without the net. And it's really, really fun. And uh, <laughs> uh, it was like a bunch of, of us adults playing a kid's game. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was right. a lot of fun. So, yeah, you know what, too? Um, I, I, I had an eventful few days. I went to today. I actually covered the Dodgers opening day. Uh, you know. It's the opening day for the LA Dodgers, and for me, it's the wonderful thing. Hope springs eternal. The the, the it, there's <laughs> nothing more optimistic than the beginning hope, of hope uh, springs eternal. Dude, that's a classic poem. Lexicon dude. is that a lexicon? No, it's a pl- classic sonnet that you should probably look up and Google. Sonnet, or it's a poem, or it's a, a recital, or a spoken a, a word. A oh, narrative. I get it, Holmes. I get it. Uh huh. There you go. Someone <laughs> dropped it. Eh? <laughs> a long time ago when they didn't drop things, they actually put them down. <laughs> so they laid them down. Now they drop things. So you went to the opening day today. It was a lot of fun. It was uh-huh. a lot, a lot of fun. Um, um, on my bucket list, I, I've never been. you never been to opening day? No, you haven't either. No, but. but a big fan, and I love baseball. You mean at the Dodger Stadium? Never been. I've never even covered opening day for Dodgers. But you've, was, done, you've done World Series? I've been to the games a lot. You've done playoffs? Yeah, it's funny. I'll do playoffs, but I've never been to the Dodgers opening day. Is it, how is it? Is it. that different? I would imagine it. Yes, yeah, so they've got a longer ceremony. It's a, the, a very festive environment. They do ceremonies ahead of time. Is there's, the beer cheaper on that military, day? No. <laughs> military. 
But you know what? Let me tell you about opening day. You want to you know about I do want to know. Okay. For Angelinos, it's a very well-known thing that an opening day, Dodger Stadium, of course, is festive and everyone's there and it's packed. But let me finish. You always interrupt me. I'm not getting to the point. Are you I already say nothing. You're yet. already sucking air to excel us <laughs> some words. Okay, what happens? Let me tell you. You would like this. I don't. But here's the deal. You know, um, Dodger Stadium is on Elysian Park. You know, yeah. Elysian Park, I should say, is adjacent to Dodger Stadium, and it's a, it, it, a lot of people from LA go to. You know, when I mean LA, I mean the three two three. If you know what I'm saying, the uh. ghettos. You know, and they hang out there on opening day, like no other day during the season. At Elysian Park. At Elysian Park, it is packed. Really. Packed. It's a party, huh? It's a major I, party. If I would have known, I would have went. Dude, and those are people that don't even go to the game. They go they go with their... Dude, let me tell you what I saw. Let me describe what I saw. Aside from all the blue and white jerseys and women that are too big for their tiny shorts. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dodger shirts on chicks. And bald guys with go Dodger the, shirts. Hey, dude, I don't care. The best tickets are up at the top where all the, where all the ninos are no. with the tight shirts, eh? Anyways, you walk around and every dude, every 20 yards, there's a pinchy banda. Oh, yeah, with with the horns, then the drums, everything. <laughs> Some of them are even amplified. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then the dancing. So, yeah, dude, it is packed. And there's bandas. Not, I'm not lying to you. Every 20, 30 yards, bandas. And there's people bringing with their big old coolers and pop-up tents. It's like a freaking... Carnival and people even bring <laughs> like their swap meat. People even bring their industrial <laughs> size fryers and they're dipping and frying freaking wings and shit, dude. It is no. crazy. Carne asada, man. Dude, I watched. This is not a Raider. You game. know what's funny? We did an interview with because you know last year was a terrible uh, security situation when uh, uh, Mr. Stowe was uh, was beat up by some thugs. So we did an interview with the police and they talked about that they're going to be no no tolerance for crap on the stadium. And at Elysian Park, that we're not going to allow any drinking at Elysian Park because it's illegal in the first place. No tolerance. So I'm dri- we're driving by. I see the one of many, very few hot chicks bending <laughs> over with the tight little white shorts in a Dodger jersey, bending over, pouring beer from in a, a nice chest into a red solo cup. Everybody knows that's code for alcohol. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And but not even trying to hide the beer, showing her butt to two cops who stood four to five feet away from her. Well, he, she was hoping to distract them with the ass. Yes, and no, but they, she didn't care. She's pouring the beer. Oh. Jackie, have you been the designated distractor in the past? <laughs> uh, no comment. So uh, that was that's what's going on. Elysian Park is one crazy party that I would Damn, never I go. I, known I wouldn't I go to, dude. I wouldn't go to. It's that too that was free. You, you know, things break out there, anyways, dude. I know. You know, like not only fights, yeah, break but out the pistol, eh? fights, but STDs <laughs> break out there, baby. Ew. Yeah. You know. Anyways, that's it was a, it was an event. It was a lot of fun. If me. anybody's over at Elysian Park or has done the Elysian Park uh, tailgate party, call us at 626-275-8946 and tell us about it. Or just, you know, tell if us about If you were the uh, designated uh, distractor, <laughs> call us and send us a pic. <laughs> There's multiple ways to do that, you know? You can a ver. you can you can have the boob view, the ass view, the loja view. Or- <laughs> No, the, the long have you is not going to get you distracted. The shoulder, the shoulder view. The shoulder. <laughs> the view. shoulder in the shower view. Mm-hmm. Or that, it, the, that the the look. You, you know, know. I, I got no. A ver, let's see the look. <laughs> <laughs> Were you talking, Jose? I'm a little distracted here. 
<laughs> no, I was too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be done. Talking about Dodger games, I actually went to the Dodger game in San Diego Saturday. Oh, did you go to that one? Yes, that, I did. That's the one they won, the third well, one yes. in the row. They I won. thought opening day was today. No, but this Dodger is in Stadium. San Diego. The season started oh, Petco Stadium. I think said Dodgers game. Dodgers game in San Diego with, against the Padres. Oh, preseason? The Dodgers won the first three games of the season against the Padres. They lost the fourth, and today, believe it or not, I do not know because I left before the end I of the game. I think they won. Of course they did. They it's beat the, the Padres. Pirates. Today yeah. they pay the Pirates. They won. So uh, as you can hear, the music is on for Miss Jackie Casa's current events and Dirty Laundry. Let's so, move on to some current events today, guys. Okay, let's move on. So um, huge breaking news today in the political world. Rick Santorum has suspended, or I should say ended, his campaign for president uh, for this year, clearing the way for Rip no- Rip oh my God, I can't even talk, Mitt Romney to claim the Republican nomination. He ended this abruptly today in a press conference um, earlier. And um, they're saying they're, they haven't really confirmed why he's ended it so abruptly. There have been some reports that he has a daughter uh, who's very, very ill. And she was just released from the hospital. She's been in and out of the hospital. And they're saying maybe... How His family do, could have something to do. Hey, how do you claim a nomination? Well, it, well, Mitt Romney is the he's the front runner of the GOP race. So it's it's hyperbole. She's using hyperbole, my friend. What? My brother. There Hi, goes his. My sibling. Vernacular. How do you claim a nomination? Nomination, someone nominates well, you. Can, you can, but you can. You could go up to a mountain and say, "I claim this figuratively. It's my mountain. I have conquered it." Same thing. It's a figure figure of speech. And you know what though. The interesting thing is that he did not so, end. This, so Santorum is taking a sanitarium. Santorum oh, did not technically end it. He suspended. He suspended it. But he didn't. He said it was temporary. But a lot of people are speculating that he's pulling himself out of the race. Well, the reason why they stood pull out homes. Let me let me <laughs> let me educate you a little bit. Educate, Angel. The reason why they suspend there. Pull out, is it? <laughs> The reason why is that what you say to the homies? Pull out and say, dude, that's gross, dude. Uh, you know that's what you do too. We buy it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> You're so defending Angel all the time. Hey, Look no, I'm just saying, you know, a little a word of advice to Mr. Santorium. Santorium. Anyways, the reason why the Santorum. Re- the reason why a candidate does not just end his candidacy in the situation like this, the reason why they suspended is because if they were to end their candidacy, then they lose all the delegates that they've earned. If they suspend it, they hold on to those delegates until future notice where they can make some kind of negotiation. He might want to negotiate a running mate. He might want to say, hey, you want my delegates? Then let me be your VP. I mean, you know, there's things that you can uh, barter for and negotiate with when you have all these delegates, you know? Because so people are secure- like – the votes are like people – people are like votes and votes are like money. Yeah. So you negotiate. Delegates are. Delegates. You know, there's a lot of backdoor dealing, man, with the delegates, man. So pull out of that backdoor deal, Holmes. <laughs> yeah, the press conference was pretty short. It was only about 12 minutes, and it was with his wife and four of his seven children. His wife actually kind of got tears welled up yeah. in her eyes. It was very emotional for yeah. her. I'm, I found it to be probably— She was all like, shit, man, I wanted to redecorate the White House. <laughs> Can I just say, I was really, really upset because I really was going—that uh, was— uh, let's say I, it now. Yeah, I he bet was you my were guy. bummed out. He was my guy. Yeah, because between Romney and him, uh, Gingrich was not. Even though he's a very um, 
very experienced uh, politician. I think uh, Santorum was my guy. Uh, I like the fact that he's very conservative, uh, family values. He was more of a regular guy than Romney, and um, and I liked him. And I feel that he got criticized and 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 just dissed too much because he was he was you know holding fast to his values. And you know what? When it comes to the left, brother, the people that say you need to be, we need to have tolerance for for uh, for homosexuals and other ideas and uh, minorities and whatever, that's cool. I agree. I agree. But tolerance also means to have tolerance for other people's personal moral beliefs and religious beliefs as well. You might not agree with them, but you know what? People sometimes have beliefs based on their religious background, and you got to respect that. So, well, so you think that uh, that the, that that the left. Is that what you said? Yes. Doesn't tolerate the right. Yeah, too often, too often you do see that. Too often you see on, um, on especially at college I, campuses. I totally agree with you. Maybe we, we should start shaking hands with our left hand. Hmm. I don't understand what you're saying about them. I don't know either. But the thing, <laughs> too often you see on campuses, of uh, college campuses or anything, when people get angry at, at people. Okay, remember the Proposition 8 situation that happened here a couple of years ago? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Prop 8 was voted in uh, proposition 8 in California was a law that would that would ban safe same sex safe sex same sex marriages <laughs> <laughs> no more safe sex at home guys throw caution to the wind <laughs> anyway the and, and the reason why a lot of people were very angry a lot of people that believed <laughs> that, that were against proposition 8 that believe it's okay that it should be okay for people to have same sex marriages same sex marriages you know hey everyone's got their own beliefs but a lot of people, you got to respect that a lot of people are torn. Some people may believe, wow, you know, homosexuals are human too. They're just like me. There's nothing wrong with them. Did There's you nothing... say a lot of people may believe? But Yeah, they may <laughs> believe that. They may feel that way. What if they don't believe? <laughs> my point is, listen, my point is, yet they have a moral background or a religious background that they're kind of caught in between, and they're like, wow, how am I supposed to vote here if – religiously speaking, this is what my religion teaches me. So there's a dilemma. So you've got to respect that. that. A lot of times, believe it or not, there are people that just vote down their religious lines, and that's okay. Their background you know, is what it is. Respect that. You might not agree with it. It might be not right in your book. How did we get to talking about this from Santorium pulling out? We're talking same-sex marriage and, and, we're talking and him pulling about, out. I'm, we're talking about if people are <laughs> preaching tolerance, a tolerance goes both ways, not just for <laughs> racial diversity, not just for. Um, Did you say both ways, <laughs> dude? Everything's an innu- a gay innuendo for you, brother. <laughs> Did you say in your endo? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, Jackie. Okay, so moving on. So Santorum has suspended his campaign. We'll see what happens. Hey, hey Santorum, we'll see you in twenty sixteen. I got suspended too, Holmes. <laughs> So moving on to our next story. Uh, just because you're on the run from the popo doesn't mean you can't keep up with your social media outlets. Um, I don't know if that'll be handy <laughs> for you guys later in the future or not. But at least this what's was... The, what's the popo? Police. The police. Oh, is that ghetto? Hey, the popo? Hey, is can, that you increase is your, that... can you increase your vernacular? Okay. Is yes. That... <laughs> expand your lexicon. <laughs> Damn Mexican. <laughs> 
At least this was handy for a convicted man from Washington. Uh, he didn't let that happen. Travis Nicholas Sain of Port Angels, Washington, has two felony convictions for violation of a domestic violence court order and failed to check in with his corrections officer since January. He's now on the run, but still managed to update his Facebook profile multiple <laughs> times. Wow, he's rubbing it in their faces. Yo, Popo. Can I thought you, when you said Popo, I thought you meant the Pope or something. Can you believe it? He made a post um, a couple of days ago where one of his friends posted on his profile and said, cops all over you. And then he responded the next day saying, yeah, got away. Thanks, bro. That's a, that's a good friend of his, right? <laughs> Can you believe it? And then also he changed his relationship status from uh. being in a relationship to single. Maybe no. his girlfriend didn't like the idea of him being on the run. It's gonna, he's going to put from in a relationship to single to being Bubba's bitch. Oh. Um, like this if you're running from the cops too. Yeah. What? I wouldn't like it. And listen, uh, there's a you post. You like, quote, quote. There's a quote, post. Like. There's a post on uh, Facebook from Lourdes. Wow. Can you believe she did, she agrees with me? She says, I agree with you, Jose Hernandez. Oh, my gosh. Stop the presses. To pull out. <laughs> you know what? She'll, st- she'll start disagreeing with me when I start talking Bush. Hey, oh. I, I, didn't, I didn't disagree. I just, you know, didn't really care for that convo. No, but hey. I don't care well, for I'm it. I'm not talking about you. Lourdes. Lourdes, Hi, Lourdes. Just agrees with me. All right, move on. Next one. What, what are we talking about? Yeah, so he, he's managed to have been uh, running away from the law. He's still out in the loose. So um, maybe they can just it does exactly. tag. Can he tag me where he's from <laughs> in the loose? Well, how about a geolocation? You know, a location tag. <laughs> All right, moving on. Fidel Castro is making fun of Obama's shirt. What? Yep, that's right. A Colombian designer is making a series of guayaveras, which is uh, it's like a light tropical shirt popular in Latin America. Uh, he's designing it for Obama's upcoming America's Summit in Colombia later this month. And Fidel thinks that's just freaking retarded. It is retarded. Especially since the Cuban... Uh, since Cuba is not invited to the international summit, which brings about 34 heads of state and government to discuss regional cooperation and integration. He claims that the origin of the shirt comes from Cuba from a river called the Yayabo River. So I guess he feels like he has some sort of claim on the shirt. Well, that's so. what it's called, right? I got, I got, well, what is it well, some other people say that it originates from guayabas, the, the fruit, guavas, which uh, fits in the large pocket Pockets that's sewn into the shirt. That's for the stogies, dude. It's for the cubanos. Well. Wait a minute. Is that Obama singing? Oh, my God. He can sing this tune as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good singer. From, you know what? I'm glad that uh, Fidel Castro is talking shit about his shirt. Because it really talks, it, it's really talking about the big old farce of, of the, what is it, regional cooperation you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Oh, I'm wearing a guayabera, so I'm uh, credible now in the Americas. So well, what, fuck that shit. You know what they Colombian want? It's a Colombian designer who's creating this series of shirts for him. So it's not like Obama's like, I'm going to Colombia, give me your guayaberas. It's not like he's doing that. It's this Colombian designer that's trying to make no, this series for him. No. He wants to he wants to impress the uh, Latin American people in the Latin Americas to say, I'm good, I wear guayabera and I got brown skin so that he can invade <laughs> and and 
you know. Why would he want to invite, invade? I, I don't mean like invade, you know, by bringing in troops, but by privatizing, you know. What, I, what I'd rather That's talk what about I mean. is, I mean, keep, as far as I'm concerned, keep the U.S. out of the Americas. I want to talk Latin about America. the fact that he just gave $1.2 billion, billion to, the, to the Muslim Brotherhood. Who are very terrorist? Now nah, let's talk about the the Guayavera some more. <laughs> <laughs> he gave two billion dollars. Two billion dollars. Wait, what? For what though? Uh, for to help uh, the Middle East, because he says, you know, he says that it um, two billion dollars. He says that it shouldn't be because he should, yeah, so that the Middle East can uh, and Egypt or whatever can uh, help find democratize democratize. How do you say? Democrat. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm, sure. Democratic ties and and to vote for their own per, you know leader, you know. Uh, he says that the American. I thought he said, "Go buy yourself some guayaberas." Eh? <laughs> he said, that "I know the, this designer in Colombia." That is not the <laughs> America's job to go and choose their leader, but we did go in there and take care of Gaddafi and got rid of him. He did say a year ago that Mubarak should leave. Uh, Two Face. Okay, move on. Let's go to another one. Keep him out of the Latin Americas. <laughs> uh, I do just want to note that the other Latin American countries do want Cuba to be involved in the summit, but the U.S. is I the agree. one that has defied and been reluctant to add them since they've had a five-year-old, five-decade-old policy of isolating them. From well, the, not isolate. Know, it's not an isolation. The bridge, eh? No, it's not an isolation. It's not called isolating. That's like it's, it's mean. It's, it's embargo. Called, it's called an embargo because they're a socialist regime that have uh, oppressed their people. Well, for isolating way too long. them from a summit such. You know what I think? What, what Jackie? Well, let me let me correct both of you. It's it's uh, it's what is it that word uh, when uh, when somebody talks shit about you and it's not true and you can sue them? Slander. There you. It's slander. Eh? <laughs> it is. So they're gonna sue the no, United States? No. The what what it, what this embargo and this whole thing is slandering this country, this small little country, making them seem like they're evil. You know, only because they didn't cooperate with the privatization of their country. No, what they did was uh, there was a they were a free society, and then uh, and then Castro came in and slaughtered a bunch of his people, and then took over and became a dictatorship, kicked out all the other capitalists. Like I said, and slander. then they became friends with Lenin, and 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 okay, so let's and talk about was about to put some missiles in freaking okay, October so of 1963. Okay, so what do you mean? So okay, I'll, I'll tell you what that what I mean. Okay, so what what the uh, what the the Aryan or white uh, sue me. I just slandered Europeans, you. The Europeans came to the Americas, and uh, and uh, what did they do? You know, it, it, the Americas were just they brought fine. Christianity, my friend, and they privatized <laughs> and they did all that kind of stuff. And what happened? We we let you know the people here were overtaken. Uh, America, America became the greatest country in the world in a mere two hundred years, <clears throat> where those civilizations in Europe had been By around for what thousands standards? of years. Money. By freedoms and uh, vacations yes. to Lake Havasu, you know, uh, I I got a five year payment on a Mercedes. What? Tell by me the, by what standards? By the fact that by the it's all spelled down the Constitution, which our president oh. is tearing apart. <laughs> freedom of speech, freedom of religion, you know, freedom to to. to the, I'll the, tell you, I'd love to have a Bacardi and a fucking Stogie with Fidel, man. I'd like to hear what he has to say. Interesting. All right, moving on. Now, this story I particularly uh, liked because it kind of really pissed me off. Okay. It kind of bothered me. So, um, Jennifer Lopez's new beau, uh, Casper Smart, turned 25 years old. 25? 25. Jennifer Lopez is who? Her boo. Her boyfriend. Turned 25. Her boob? No. Her novio. 
man. He's 25? He's 25. Jennifer Lopez? She's 42. May I, may I remind you? She's hey, 42. You scored, eh? He turned 25, and she got him some pretty nice little presents for his 25th birthday. Okay. She got him a customized white Nintendo. Dodge Ram. <laughs> I know, right? A truck. A truck. A pickup truck. Huge. Huge? Right? You she just started dating him a couple months ago. But for her, it's like chump change. I know, but this <laughs> kind of pissed me off. The kid's a chump. He's a chump. Because <laughs> I feel like that's so gross. Like, J-Lo, you're not going to buy your 25-year-old little cabana boy a white Dodge Ram truck. But for her, it's chump. It's like giving you know him a freaking Hot Wheel. I feel like that made her look so dumb. It does make her look dumb. It makes her look ridiculous. I can't. It really bothered you know, me when you I You wonder where story. her brains went? To her booty. <laughs> God. She's got a fine booty. She's ooh, have you seen her in person, Ace? Uh, yeah, I was. That's over one at the Latina. Last I've seen her one times. Latina that. I, yeah, yeah, we, we were there. I was one right Latina. there with you. This comes on the heels of her new uh, debut. I actually yelled at her. What? I, I, when she was walking onto the red yelled carpet, at well, her. actually green carpet at the Latin Grammys, uh-huh. I was standing right right next to her and 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 that Mark Anthony, uh-huh. and who was standing right in front of her, and I was like, I'm really, literally. And I'm like, you look, because there's a mirror that they look at themselves before they walk into the uh, red carpet. Uh-huh. And she's looking at herself while Mark Anthony's. And I'm like, you look gorgeous, Jennifer. And she looked at me. Uh-huh. And she dogged me. <gasps> she totally dogged me. And I says, ah, that was short-lived. <laughs> oh. And then they started walking in. Well, you know what? It's because she's walking around with that guy. I'm glad she left that guy. He had a, he had a lazy eye. What was it's because I wasn't Mark 25. <laughs> He, he, was, had, he, had, he had a lazy eye. So she has just debuted her new racy, sexy music video. It's called Dance Again, which features her boyfriend. And there's like blindfold and there's massive glitter and it's all this sexiness. So I saw the, I saw the video a couple of days ago. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. You're all sexy. But then she gave him this. I feel like it just made her look so dumb and just... Oh, I feel like she's such a powerful Latina woman, woman. And she's... Making her seem look he, like a she's like every Latina. You wouldn't do that if you were. Wait rich a minute, and you had. I'm 42 years old dating a 25 year old man. Hell no. Here's the deal. She's, she's like, like shit, right? no. Look, I'm 42 years old. I'm beautiful, gorgeous, powerful, wealthy beyond millions. Forget the fact that you still have to change his diapers, but you wouldn't buy him a exactly. car. Exactly. <laughs> she's still she, and then she's dating this 25 year old backup dancer? She likes the poo, you know. Come you know on, what I'm talking about. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Ponte el pinche cerebro. No, here's the deal. She likes the, you know, he's got the uh, Johnson and he's got the energy and the stamina to put up and, you know, that's what she's doing. That's why she likes it. Well, she planned a, an exciting day for him. Uh, they she gave him the gift. They went to dinner in West Hollywood with friends. And um, that's pretty much the best birthday gift he may ever get. Well, well I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing. This Vato scored, man. If he's with Jennifer Lopez, yeah, five years. I old, don't need a truck. <laughs> I'll give my truck away to my homeboys. Give me another one, <laughs> J Lo. My homies will be driving me everywhere. <laughs> you know, gross. I agree. It makes her less attractive, but I wouldn't yes. say no to her. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. It's J Lo. It's J Lo, and I don't her behind. say I don't say no to J Lo. No, her behind. So disappointing, Jennifer Lopez. Get it together, woman. Get yourself a man, a real man that you're not going to buy little presents for. <laughs> What's going on next? Moving on. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt got a boob job. Uh, uh. Mm, 
A boob job? Maybe a boob job. Isn't that what we were talking about last week? She really got a, her breast. No, we were determining whether augmented. Last week we were trying to determine whether or not they were augmented or not. We were just speculating. But what happened this week that you're talking well, about? Well, technically, she got a, a digital breast reduction. I'm actually posting a photo right now on the Facebook Twin Talk wall. Yes, reduction. And um, let me know what you guys think about this. It's actually an ad for her new show called The Client List. It's this uh, risque show on the um, Lifetime channel. And the ad shows that her cleavage was shrunken down. In the original ad, Hewitt flaunts her stuff um, and in this low-cut shirt. But the altered version features her being more flatter chest in a higher-cut top. Wow, look at that. I see it. So take a look at it and and please comment on what you think about it. If it was a good move, bad move. Did she she reduce the... Size? Digitally, yes. What oh, they did digitally. was that they digitally. And then uh, she actually commented about it and said she was quite surprised when she saw it. Because usually when they make a change like that, they can run it by you right. so you can look at it. But she had no idea until she saw it out on the billboard. And she said, uh, what happened here, guys? <laughs> so here's the deal. Obviously, it's a shocker to her because that means in her mind she's thinking, what are people thinking if... If they're reducing my breast If the size. publicity department of this show decides on Lifetime that they need to reduce my breasts, what are people thinking? She says that her larger size breast has always served her well. Oh, yes, baby. <laughs> so I agree. For them to be reduced what was is, kind of a hey, shocker a for her. I want to know what she served on them. <laughs> you know what? I was I covered the every year I covered the Thanksgiving dinner uh, that they feed the skin oh, roll yeah. people. Uh-huh. She's there every year at the mission. She's you serving LA, with those? Serving with those. <laughs> That's the first time I realized that she had a rack. <laughs> She's got some good we got, ones. We got to move on. She's, but I do have to say this. Um, she's about, got some what? About, she's got some good ones. Uh, about 12 years ago when when uh, when Mar- Barbara Streisand did her comeback and she did the the show at uh, at the MGM she Grand. She reduced her nose? <laughs> hey, don't touch that nose. It's beautiful, and that's where her sound comes from. Listen, Barbara Streisand had a great a show, you might remember, at the MGM Grand. Uh-huh. It was her comeback show, and they had um, the press credentials with her likeness on it as well. She was dressed... I mean, just sublime with her hair looked beautiful. Her skin was just milky white. And, and she had a black dress that was kind of low cut as well. Mm-hmm. And I guess after a while, because remember, when you're working, a, there's crew of men all over the place walking around with with big laminated pictures of Barbara Streisand as her all access credentials. And she had a pretty uh, healthy, you know, cleavage going on in that photo. It looked uh-huh. beautiful. Uh-huh. But they started pulling all the crew members aside and taping the cleavage. No, with, really? Yeah, because somebody, I think it was one of Barbara Streisand's person saying, I guess it was like when then when when the director's talking to the crew guy, he kept looking down at the cleavage because <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, and so they actually made all the crew members uh, come in and tape the cleavage. I think she looks fabulous on the what? before picture. I just saw it right now. Well, you're going back to Jennifer Love Hewitt, right? I do. I'm Jennifer Love Hewitt looks fabulous. This reminds me of when I was watching a Laker game one time, and you know when you when the when the on the sidelines when uh, Phil Jackson they go, yeah. you know, and you see just a close tight shot of Phil Jackson, you can see the people behind. Right. There was there just happened to be this one lady that was very, you know, 
that was kind of really showing them. Uh-huh. I just uh, I know what those people, the directors, feels like. <laughs> okay, we've totally milked this subject, guys. <laughs> let's, move, let's move on. Okay. Come on, let's not hang on this one too long. Okay, because come on, dude, that ain't cool. Silly. You know? uh, all right, moving on. All right, moving on. Uh, you know, I can't contain myself, okay? Our guests just walk in. We're going to be with us in a little while. I am so happy that they're here. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Bill Hayes and Suzanne Seaforth Hayes are here now. And Dio Luis's Garage, and they are just looking fantastic. This is very classy. Yay. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll be with us in a little while. We're going to open up the mics and have a great conversation. We're, I can't contain myself. We're honored. <laughs> We're so honored. I, I, I have something to say about on the subject of racks, endowments. Tits. <laughs> um, this is Susan Hayes speaking. I think Lifetime, probably, since this is a, a, a risque um, show that she is participating uh-huh. in, and the Lifetime audience, prob- they probably think their lady audience would be offended by such a beautiful endowment. Uh-huh. Let's bring her back and make her look a little less feminine, a little less out there. Interesting for, for our <laughs> audience. That would be the the only reason I could think. Also, that would be the only. Uh, if she had uh, clearance on her pictures, that she could stop pictures. Yes. Yeah. But I'm sure no one ever came to her with the suggestion that they were going to change her entire <laughs> body. But yeah. But these things happen. But you know, back in the day, I mean, this this is now because we've come up. You know, the shatter the glass ceiling and equality of women and all. Because back in the day, I think of uh, Sophia Loren and 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 uh, uh, Dolly Parton. No, but that's Gina Lola Brigida. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, and, and they re- Bridget Bardot and and uh, Raquel Welch. They really accentuated Marilyn it and Monroe. didn't take away from their celebrity and who they were, the persona. But they really kind of accentuated I'm it. I'm totally digging and I th- this. This I is think a it was great beautiful. picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great picture. This is a great conversation. <laughs> well, I think we've totally hung hung on this one. <laughs> Can we just squeeze another one? In? <laughs> Right on. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the next we'll subject. So consensus. Next. We love Jennifer Love Hewitt's boobs. boobs. And you know what? She's a doll. She's a really nice She's lady. a sweetie pie. Yeah, she's a sweetie pie. I so big or small, I love her. All right. Um, a 10-year-old gives birth to a daughter in Colombia. <laughs> a 10-year-old child? Can you believe it? A ten- no, you're talking a I mean, I'm sorry. A 10-year-old. Shh, the baby's sleeping. Are you talking dog years? 10-year-old girl. 10 years old, human years. How did that happen? She gave birth to a healthy five-pound baby girl. This happened in Colombia. She's a member of the Wayu people, which is an indigenous... Why you do that? Why? Why you do that? (laughs) It's an indigenous (laughs) tribe in northern Colombia. The government actually allows the tribe members to carry out certain cultural practices as maybe what, what we would say. I think that's cool. They should allow them to stay on their land, too. Oh, come on. You're getting political on this. <laughs> the baby was delivered by a cesarean section because... No, it, it was delivered by her big brother. The doctor said Oye, that the... Mija, voy a el curandero. Hey, what happened is there wasn't the real doctor. It was the neighborhood kid playing doctor. It was the witch doctor. <laughs> they, were, they were playing doctor and they gave a big... <laughs> Yeah, the well, doctors. Well, well, awesome. So, what's well, the well, child's name? Yeah, uh, Cabbage Patch Doll. What was her name? <laughs> no, they didn't. Uh, they didn't. Remember release... the Garbage Pill Kids? 
The what? The garbage pail kids. Oh yeah, those were the best. The snotty kids, the acne kids, the kids that puke. Remember those? Yeah, the stickers. Yeah, those were awesome. Okay, move on. I'm sorry. The doctor says that the young girl's pelvis might have not been big enough to deliver the baby. So that's why they did the procedure because usually in the tribe they do it all natural. However, I researched this um, tribe. They are not. shy of uh, controversy there was uh, some drama with them a couple years ago with the Spanish language television network Telemundo which broadcasted an episode of claiming that the YU women are subjected to ritual genital mutilation so they were saying that that is not true and that they've uh, sued them Oh, the tri- Over these claims, yes, they've wow. sued them uh, a couple of months after the episode actually aired on the Telemundo Network. So these people are not, um, they have some, they're controversial they're, tribes. They're not conventional. No. Well, you know, they're certainly not modern because that doesn't, you know, nowadays it's not. Ten it's not, years it's, old. Yeah. However, the age of the father is unknown. But they're modern enough to <laughs> sue Telemundo. I know, right? <laughs> so it's like, come on, you, got, you can't have your foot in the old ways and then think that you're going to sue. You know? Well, they started getting, I guess, um, a bad rap in Colombia for for genital mutilation. But I mean, you're having this your ten year old. This will make everything right? perfect. Now. Your ten year old girls are getting pregnant and having. Oh, but that's a separate thing. That's a separate... don't bring that up. That's a separate issue. <laughs> that's what they're saying. Genital mutilation. Okay, that's another issue. Yeah. Right. Oh, terrible. <laughs> so I thought this story was super super shocking. Okay, moving on. It is shocking. Finally, for the last story of the night, um, did you know tax day is coming up, guys? Oh, dude, I haven't done my taxes. Plus, already? Uh, you know what? I, oh, um, I have Let's hear the story. I want to hear what you're talking about with this. Okay, so tax day is a week from today, April 17th. Normally, it's April 15th, but since it lands on a Sunday, it will be moved over to April 17th. So I have some common tax time errors that you should avoid for this year. Some of them, well, actually, a lot of them are super duper duper easy, but these can actually cost you um, an audit or it can elongate your process to get your taxes done. So a common one is uh, putting your incorrect social security number. Really? Or some missing numbers. What if you bought your social security at MacArthur Park? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, what if it's the MacArthur Park social security? (laughs) (laughs) Which Which one should I use? Should I use the John Smith one or the Bob George one? Uh, Little, Little, what's the name of that tribe? Bayou. A little Bayou lady walks in with a name like John Smith. Yo soy John Smith, and I work at security next door to McDonald's. It should be put in exactly as it appears on your social security card so you won't have any problems. Another one, of course, is misspelling your name. Not only do you need to make sure that your name is spelled correctly, but any dependent's name that will be on your tax claim. According to the IRS, misspelling a dependent's last name is a common error and could totally cost you some some time there yeah my name we all know we want to get the tax stuff done as quickly as possible so don't do that i double check and triple check i do my own taxes every year and it it's like i take longer triple checking myself because i'll i'll finish it relatively quick i do like five forms you know because i do the 1099s and everything and i I finish it relatively quick and then i spend my time checking and checking and i do find errors Mm -hmm. every time you know what i do i spend my Mm -hmm. time figuring out how i'm gonna spend that money <laughs> I go to my tax man. Take care of it, essay. Deposit it. Just tell me when I'm going to get it. 
Of course, another one with double checking and triple checking is your math errors. If you choose to go the old fashioned way, make sure to do your math correctly. If you file electronically, the software doesn't math, does the math for you. Um, but make sure you got your calculator. Use on. a calculator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, that. Excuse me, teacher. I got to go calculator. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid that word, but. It's the way you said it. They, uh, have your calculator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can say it calculator. But when I say fast, I say calculator. Miss Hayes didn't want to say it. I had to say it for her. I know. You said calculator. I did. <laughs> kind of like how I say synonym. Synonym. <laughs> Anywho, moving on. Next one. Make sure you enter your correct bank account number. Uh, direct deposit means you'll get your refund faster. However, if you don't put the correct routing and account numbers, you may end up putting it in someone else's bank account. So make sure you double, triple check that as well. Another one. Don't forget to sign and date your return because if un an unsigned tax return is like an unsigned check, which is invalid, which means you're never going to get that money that you worked uh -huh. so hard to get. Um, well, that would just piss me off, dude. Wouldn't Especially it? Especially, my name's Jose Hernandez. You know how many Jose Hernandezes there are in this freaking world? <laughs> a million. About a, a five million. pages on the phone book. <laughs> uh, yeah, I own, I own half the phone book. <laughs> half the phone book. That's why my sons know Jose Hernandez. That's why dude. they sing to you at the at the games. Jose, can you... <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, make sure you select the correct filing status. There's five filing uh statuses Not your facebook status your filing status okay the two different things there's only five guys so make sure you select the correct one because once again your tax return can be delayed or you may never get it if you put some incorrect information there are millions of uncollected tax refund checks every year mm -hmm. every year mm -hmm. so good <laughs> luck with your taxes guy mm -hmm. i better go April 17th, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday? Yes. You haven't done it yet? Must be done. I haven't done it yet. Orale. Well, you know what? My, my, uh, for some reason, my guy isn't doing taxes this year. I called the office. Oh, he's not doing taxes this it's year. It's easy, dude. You know what? I'm actually doing my... Him. I haven't done mine either because it takes a lot... Of, it always takes long for all my 1099s to come in. So I'm doing them on Wednesday or Tuesday next week. Uh, actually, no, 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 no. I'm doing them tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. I'm sorry. What am I talking about? I'm already in that week. Uh, today's... Tuesday, I'm doing them. I'm starting them tomorrow night. I got okay, all my documents well, together. That's really exciting. So by <laughs> I'm Thursday, so Thursday evening, I'm done. And then Tuesday, vamos. Let me know. I'll bring uh, chips and shit so I can watch you do it. <laughs> you don't want to watch you do no, it. No, I don't. It's I don't want to hear you talk about papers it. Papers and documents all over. <laughs> Anyways, that's Jackie Casas with current events and the dirty laundry. Shoot. Thanks, guys. All right. And uh, we're going to be right back. When we come back. What are we doing? Did we did we change the show around? Yes, we did. We're going to have uh, our our awesome guest uh, Bill Hayes and Susan Seaforth Elaine here from uh, wow from Days of Our Lives. From Days and of Our Lives. We're going to talk about their illustrious uh, career and their new book, Trumpet. So awesome. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
tired of this. Wednesday. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Hey, everybody. Go to the first annual United Car Show and concert for free because we're going to be there, right, brother? Yes, Saturday, April 21st. Hundreds of show cars, lowrider bikes, Harleys. Also, my bro and I, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, will be there broadcasting live with special appearances from Jimmy Espinosa from East L.A.'s Chicano rock band The Midnighters, the Red Rose Mafia Dolls, you know, the Cholas with the Cause, and also live on stage, a performance by brand new music artist brought to you by Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Priscilla Marie. Free experience Twin Talk with Jose and Angel live at the first annual United Car Show and Concert, Saturday, April 21st. Now, it's a family... Family. It's a family-oriented event. Bring your friends, bring your kids, bring your grandmother, bring them all. Yeah, bring them to the first annual United Car Show and Concert, Saturday, April 21st, at the National Orange Show in San Bernardino. That's 689 South E Street in San Bernardino, free. For more information, call 909-212-2112. Or get information where? On Facebook and on Twitter, right? We'll tweet yeah. it. Feed me home. All right, check it out. Bye.
Find a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on www.twintalkcast.com. We broadcast live out of Theo Lisa's Garage every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And where can you find us, brother? You can also find us on iTunes. Uh, just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel because we're iTwins. And now I, <laughs> I cannot contain myself because right now sitting before us is our guest that we've been waiting so anxiously for and to introduce them angel our, our multi emmy award nominations uh, uh they were the first uh daytime drama super couple uh, uh, uh actors uh singer yes a singer, singer yeah. and uh, now uh novel uh what what would you call it novelist uh, authors bro authors authors please welcome <laughs> bill hayes and suzanne seaforth hayes Thank you. From Thank days you. of our lives. From days of our lives. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's, it's very exciting to be in uh, Tia Luis's garage. Oh, my God. He <laughs> said Tia Luis's garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, how long were you guys on days of our lives? Susan started in 1968, November uh -huh. 1968. Uh -huh. That's a long time. <laughs> I've been on since 1970, February 1970. That's 42 years. I don't know how long she's been on. <laughs> longer. It's, it's just been a, a, a wonderful time for both yeah, of us. Yeah, Days of Our Lives is now in its 47th year. It's the longest-running scripted drama on television wow. at this point. Awesome. You've awesome. outlasted a lot of shows. You know what? I was We were talking during the break uh, that I worked on the set and I walk by the, the uh, I work you, on yeah, NBC. Yeah, you're Mr. NBC. Yes, I work NBC on NBC. News, yeah. <laughs> and I walk by the set all the time and when friends come they want to tour the lot, they get most excited when I take them in there. And uh, first of all, it's hallowed ground. Yes. Because you really have to like like know someone to get in there and then you walk in and they hey, really they treat it with such respect. You know? I know the haze now. I could get in now. <laughs> I got connections. <laughs> All I, you know, I remember from Days of Our Lives when I was ditching school in high school. <laughs> when Days of Our Lives started, it was mom was going to be home soon. <laughs> that meant it was time to get ready and start doing the chores. <laughs> Yeah, they thought the house was clean because we had been cleaning it all afternoon, but now we clean it the, the last, last, 10, minutes. <laughs> the last yeah. 10 minutes. Well, it's been a great part of our life. We met in 1970 on Days of Our Lives. We married in real life in 1974. Our characters, Doug and Julie, married with the same ceremony, exactly the same words, in 1976. They divorced us, and then they remarried us in 1981. <laughs> then they divorced us divorced again. Divorced us again <laughs> off camera, and remarried us off camera, and now we are a happily married couple with grandchildren. <laughs> oh, and congratulations. Yes. Yeah. And in real life, we're a happily married uh, couple with great-grandchildren. That's it. With 18 great-grandchildren. Awesome. Now, this me, week. That must do something for your, your real relationship, because you could like, let out all the angst and stuff on your pretend relationship as your divorce couple but in home you could like make home up. is That's very it. mellow home is mellow, mellow. Yeah. we have it's... all our drama at the studio <laughs> yeah. show the and character. in our book and in our book yes because we have now become writers uh, enough of complaining about writing in in the soap opera scripts we have written our own script because we've written a novel of yeah. fiction yeah well the the novel you you, you just recently released this yes. month uh, yeah. just last week uh Trumpet, which is a historical drama. Yes. Uh, and it's a lot of fun, and it's sexy, too. It sounds sexy. No, I, it's I, about... Can I tell ahead. you yes, what it's please, about? Yes, give us the plot. Uh, well, some of the plot. Some of the plot. <laughs> yeah. It takes place in 1803, and it's the career of a girl who breaks into show business the hard way and the easy way, and becomes a great success, then has tragedy, the wrong people... 
and the, the parallels to, to our modern times are exactly there. The difficulties of celebrity, losing a career, what do you do, how do you regain it? And it's full of all the historical characters of the time. It's got Napoleon. Uh, it's, got, awesome. uh, it's got the Battle of Waterloo. It's got goes to Egypt. She wow. goes inside the Second Pyramid. She opens the Second Pyramid. It is, the it's got everything so, we know about life in it. <laughs> so did you guys have to go back to history class or right. something like that? No, I mean, we went to the spots. We went to Waterloo. We oh, wow. went to Egypt. We awesome. went to England. We uh, also read a lot of books. Uh, we read about 100 hundreds. books to, yeah. to get it, put ourselves into that period so it would come easily. Uh-huh. And as Susan said, we went to, their, went to those places in person. So when we started to write about them, we knew what we were seeing. We could, we could describe what was Mainly there. it's about actors, which by this time in our lives, I've been working since I was four. Billy oh, wow. started working... How many years ago was it, Billy? <laughs> well, I started when I was 22. That's so a long time. So we've been through a lot, and all the people we know have wound up in this book. Now, <laughs> it's, it's tax season, so i got to bring up, there must have been a great write-off to go all over the place. In, oh, we'll yes, see. It's all business we'll travel. We'll see. This year we'll tell. <laughs> we'll tell. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, my brother brought up a good point. Cause, but, but then you talk about the fact that you, you've already experienced acting, so you know about the show business. Right. Then. Uh, did you, when you were out there, were, were you taking notes or were you writing the book or were you recording? Once we started, ri- we've been working on the book for seven years. So uh-huh. once we started, everything was a note. Everything uh-huh. that happened in our life. You'd walk into a museum and see a picture of a guy say, oh my God, my God, that's him. That's yep. the character. That's Lord wow. Dampier. Quick, wow. catch a picture of it. Okay, got the picture? Uh, the, the guard didn't see you, right? No, the guard didn't see us. Okay, let's get <laughs> out the picture. Uh, so we've had a lot of, uh, everything has been connected to our secret life, which was this book all this time. We're so happy to have it out on Decadent Publishing. Uh-huh. Decadent Books. Decadent. It's, it's released Decadent. right now as an e-book and will be in print in May. Well, you know what? The, the artwork is fantastic already. and, and yeah, We love putting that together. That was so much fun. And you see that she, you, you don't notice it at first, but she is holding a, a fencing a sword. A sword, yes. Uh-huh. And, and she uses it. And my, she uses, my brother's she uses it, it most memorably, guys. I just posted a picture on Facebook if you guys want to check it out. It's got a great cover. A great, a great cover. Now, I want, to get, I want to talk about you guys because, okay, so much is said about actors in, in Hollywood yeah. and, and the longevity or not thereof, lack thereof of it. But not only are you guys working together on the set, but you were working on this project yeah. hand in hand. Wow. Wow. We have had the most incredible 37-year marriage that anybody could have. Wow. It's just been incredible. It was lucky casting. Uh-huh. It was really, <laughs> really lucky casting. I want to know that caster, a casting director. <laughs> yeah. So this is, 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 am I correct to say this is your second book? This yes. is our second book. Here's our a, first book a first was a double uh-huh. autobiography, sold 17,000, uh-huh. called Like Sands Through the Hourglass, oh, because that's, that's connected to Days of Our Lives. So. Which is a memoir that you guys it's put a together. double memoir, uh-huh. yes. That came out in 2005. When that year, that's when we started working on, on, uh, uh, trumpet. on trumpet. Uh-huh. Now, oh. what does trumpet signify? The, the, the that's title? the girl's name. Oh. Her, the girl's name. Her name, uh, the heroine's name is Elizabeth Trumpet. Now, now, how is no it? No brass bands. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to read a little bit of the cover quote that says, uh, Trumpet has the ring of truth. Lizzie is the fictional diamond set in the filigree at deeply research uh, my my printout is terrible very messy <laughs> it is you tried yes to read it too? i couldn't read it <laughs> <laughs> deeply research authenticity and insightful humor her facets are 
polished by the brilliant personalities of Regency times that touch her life from explorer Giovanni ba Batiste, ba Batiste Belzoni. Belzoni, legendary actress Sarah Siddons. Siddons, Mrs. Siddons. It would behoove you to have rehearsed that. <laughs> <laughs> I, this was, first of all, I had That's a hard time printing this. My, my computer's having a hard time. I think for a cold reading, it's outstanding. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, <laughs> let, let, them, let them talk about themselves. I love it. <laughs> let them talk about themselves. Please. <laughs> Don't read us the English. <laughs> so, it's, you've already. Uh, uh, um, Put it on on ebook. When is it going to come out? An, uh, a little after the first of May, uh -huh. and you can order it now on Amazon uh, for for print to have it in print. And it's going to be a nice size. But format. it's out now. Uh, you can get it on a, on a Kindle or a Nook or none one, of my one, friends. One iPad. <laughs> ebooks, uh -huh. but Bill has an ebook and he's reading an ebook uh -huh. now yeah. and. But the ladies I know that live on couches uh -huh. and have a softer life still want to <laughs> grab that book uh -huh. in one hand and have their other hand I'll, free. I love that. I love the feel of book and the smell of that, that, that freshly pressed paper and all that. It's a great thing. I, yeah. I, I wonder, did you guys say, like, I want to write a fictional thing? Uh, how did it? How did it happen? Yes. The editor of our first book, like Sands Through the Hourglass, uh -huh. was so pleased working with us, and she liked how it turned out so well. She said, I think maybe you've been spinning your wheels acting for 40 years. Oh. Why don't you throw yourself into this? What would you like to do? Uh -huh. We agreed on this period of history. It's the, his it's the period of the Jane Austen novels. And mm -hmm. she said, you're, I think your heroine should be an actress because that's what you know. You mm -hmm. write what you know. Okay, how much back and forth did you guys go to decide that that? that oh, my period? God, at least a year worth of how to, how to begin it, what do we want to say, and how does it end? Uh -huh. And that was very key. How does it end? Don't start without having some idea where you're going. Interesting. And very interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's, been a, it's been a wonderful experience. Wow. Uh, the, the book that you're holding there, mm -hmm. the uh, memoir, we wrote in one, one style. He said, she said. I wrote my section. Susan wrote her section. His side of the story. And right. <laughs> and my side of the story. And, uh, Susan wrote her section. Then, you, then, yeah, then yeah. I wrote the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is. I didn't want to say it, Bill. And, I didn't uh, want to say this it. This is how it turned out. In the end, I wound up saying, is that how you remember it? Well, honey, then that's the way it happened. Oh, God. Uh, I love you perfect. guys. Well, that, that's why you've been together for so long. That's right. It. Always. And so how many, how many, uh, this was the best selling in the first book? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I would say about 20,000 it yeah. sold, which is not bad. Uh-huh. That's not actually bad, really Not bad for a, a book that people would say, oh, you have to be a fan of Days of Our Lives uh -huh. to enjoy it. However, it's people. about life. It's about it's a love story. It's about relationship. It's about love of craft. It's about uh, uh, actual love of being married. It's it's a lot of things, not just uh, talk about days of uh, our life. You say love of craft, and you included that in there. It must because yeah. it's sort of synergistic because uh, you guys have trumped all 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 stereotypes. You guys have, have, have uh, your relationship has endured as yeah. long. And and you've worked so it's closely together. It's better now. Yeah, it's, it we're getting better. closer every time, yeah. every minute. Oh. And the, I don't, and the new I don't book, know why. Trumpet. We we wrote with just one voice, 
And so we had to figure out exactly how we were going to do that. Really and that has brought us together. Yeah. Wow. Indeed. Even more. Wow. You coalesce like It's you. like when you fellas started working out. You had, it took a while for you to figure out how to do your show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we had to do that, go through that same thing. And it brings you together. Wow. But see, my brother and I, before every show, are duking it out. <laughs> and after every and show. And after every show. After the show. Why did you say that? It's fisticuffs <laughs> after the show, let me tell you. Blood flows. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, they say blood is thicker than mud. <laughs> so what, what's going to happen now with this? Are you, are you guys doing the book tour? Yes. Uh, and, uh, we'll know. tour wherever we We're can. Just <laughs> We're just starting. Just starting to do it. Yeah. Wow. And you started here. At the yes. Elizabeth. Yeah, you're right. our first interview. Awesome. We're yeah. so pleased. Yeah. Right, so right, pleased. Right. We are so honored and pleased about that. So let's let everyone know where to find this. Okay. Where to find it. So go ahead. No, go ahead. Let it's us on, know. It's, uh, you can go ahead and get it on Amazon. Uh-huh. You can get it on uh, Barnes & Noble. Uh, there, uh, you can get it at Decadent Publishing, Bono Books, and all ebook retailers. Yeah. Uh, www.decadentpublishing.com, and you can actually get an autographed book from us too. We awesome. have an electronic way to. Uh, yeah, there's a Kindle graph, uh, some kind of a place where we can sign it and to and you and to electronically. Your mom. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah that we're is kind of awesome. pleased with that. And if you just want to talk to us and complain, uh, <laughs> we're on Facebook now, and uh, uh, yeah, there we are. That's we're right, on Twitter, Twitter too. Yeah, yeah well, a, a Days Haze. So uh, before we finish, I did want to get into this, and I, I, I skipped this question: How much? Of Miss Trumpet, are you, and how much of Mr. Faversham are you, Bill? Okay, Mr. Faversham is the villain of the piece. Uh-huh. He's the the wrong guy that the girl falls in love. But, <laughs> but he's brilliant yeah. and he's sexy. Yeah. And Aren't every, they? Everybody yeah. wants him. The, the girls want the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. but he, yeah. he is the wrong guy. Did he's you draw? Wrong. Did you draw from yourself or anything? Oh yes, all my bad points <laughs> put into Jack Faversham. Now the best scene in the book is um, <clears throat> is the first big sex scene. And Bill got out of bed at 3 o'clock wait, in the wait, morning. Wait, 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 wait. The first real scene, big scene, the sex scene? The first big sex scene. Wow, okay. So Bill got out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning and went to the computer and started. And I got up in the morning and said, what, what's this? And uh, he said, that's, that's how it happens. I dreamed. I dreamed. He uh-huh. dreamed the dreamed whole their wedding thing. night. He dreamed oh, the wow. wedding night. He dreamed all the lines, yeah. all the dialogue. All the dialogue. And I got up and wrote them down. And before it, you lost it. And it worked. Yeah. And awesome. It was all he in was, character and everything. That's what you was in oh, really? some yeah. kind of uh, twilight place where you get inspiration. It's and called a wet ink dream. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that anytime. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> um, now, Bill, does that character sing like you? Um, no, uh, uh-huh. but uh, Elizabeth Trumpet sings. Yeah, the, the heroine sings. She has a great, a, she has a great I, voice. I, you know, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb. Could you sing a little? No? You know what? My it's <clears throat> strange that you should ask. <laughs> <laughs> my very first hit. I started recording in 1950. Uh-huh, MGM wow. Records. Uh-huh. Wow. My first hit was. How do you speak to an angel? <laughs> I'm completely in the dark. Awesome. When you know that you've just met an angel, is there a proper remark? So oh, I, yeah, I thought yeah. of that. Yeah. When you, yeah. I'll tell you how to talk to Thank angel you. with you know, fisticuffs. <laughs> This, uh, this this sounds really good. I'm I'm totally all about these timepieces, uh, you know, where they take you to another time, and and it, it really sounds to me that you guys 
put something together really cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to checking this out. Thank open, you. Open, thank you. open to film options or anything like that. We would love that. Yeah. 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 Calls. Is sure. there any twins in there? <laughs> <laughs> Not so cute as you. Yes, there's some twins. Yes, there's some tap dancing twins. Well, that's, right. that's right. Do you guys really tap so dance? <laughs> I'll, I'll take some lessons from you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, he does that too. Now, you could also follow Bill and, and Susan at www.billandsusanhaze.com. That's right. They're also at tw- on Twitter at Days Hayes. That's clever. Clever. Days Hayes. That's D-A-Y-S-H-A-Y-E-S. Anything you want to say to, to people in regards to trumpet? Give it a try. It, it's, there's a lot of laughs in it, too. You laugh and cry. It's like a soap opera, the best of a soap opera. It takes you everywhere, up and down and all around. We you know, don't... having met you guys uh, right now for the first time, I'm pretty sure it is a fun book. It really is. Because you guys are really a class act, a lot of fun. And uh, anything else? Bro? Yeah, no, that's it. You know, I'm really happy you guys came. But I want to make sure that we mention, again, uh, May 2012, print version of Trumpet available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and, of course, the publisher at Decadent. Yep. I'll start again. DecadentPublishing.com. That's it. And uh, you guys have had a good experience with Decadent, huh? Yes. She's awesome. been cute. She is cute. <laughs> yeah. She is. Uh, it's, a, it's an all-girl band, and they're, real, they're really something. That's, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Okay. Uh, shout out to Heather. Uh, hey, Heather. Good job. Good job. Thanks so much for being with us. We are so honored. It hey, let's play honor, some music. Dude. Let's go. When we come back, what are we going to happen? When we come back, we're going to have a caller. Uh, she's going to be Susan Elaine. She's a volunteer for the Label GMO Foods California Ballot Initiative. She's on the street. She's going to talk about it in a second. And that was Mr. Bill Hayes and Susan Seaforth Hayes. And that's for you. Yay. Oh. That's for you. Twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m.
Is Welcome that the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel? Oh my God, that was dead air. No one likes dead air. Oh my God. Okay, the reason why there was dead air is because we were just having a blast talking to Bill and Suzanne Hayes from uh, Days of Our Lives, and after wow, what a great couple they are. I, 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 when you meet them and you get their vibe, you can really understand why they've been together so long. And I'm looking forward to uh, checking out their book. Check them out. Listen, their, their book is called Trumpet: A Novel of the Regency Era. They were just nice. Now they're a legend in in uh, in uh, soap operas. On uh, daytime television with Days of Our Lives. They also, uh, Bill is a musician. He sings. And uh, now there are uh, two books into authoring. Now there, yes. Anyway. Two. So our next guest, Angel. <laughs> As you chew food. I mean, come on. I wasn't ready for that. Our, um, our next guest um, is on the street. She's a volunteer. Uh, did you know, Jose, there's over 12, 1,200 volunteers across the uh, state of California that are bringing out uh, awareness uh, to the label GMO foods movement and trying to get people to sign the petition for the California ballot initiative. And uh, who we have today is one of those volunteers. And uh, uh, she's going to talk to us and tell us how it is on the streets. Susan, uh, her name is Susan Elaine. Susan, are you there? Stand by. Hold on a second. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties here. Check the speaker on there. Susan, are you there? I am doing, Jose. <laughs> As you know, we're broadcasting from a garage, so we have to jank it. So thanks for standing by. <laughs> Susan, thank you so much uh, for uh, standing by and calling in because, uh, as, as you know and our, our listeners know, this is kind of a – uh, uh, a mission that I'm on uh, with you and uh, 1,200 other volunteers to label genetically modified foods. And uh, um, first of all, well, tell us, tell our listeners who you are. You... Well, I'm a business person that turned uh, activist because I lost three friends, really close friends of mine, to cancer within 18 months of each other, and one was 35 years old. And I started my own personal research on why is cancer an epidemic, and that is when I first came across GMOs. And I found out this genetically engineered food is in most processed foods and fast foods. Oh, and and what are you doing as a volunteer? Well, this issue is so close to my heart and every volunteer out there. We go out every weekend, and we're asking registered voters in California to sign the petition so we can label GMO. So that way people know what's going on. If the biotech companies weren't hiding anything and they were really proud of their genetically modified foods, why aren't they labeling it? Mm. So we're helping them do the right thing. So what, as a volunteer then, you're on the street? Well, yeah. I mean, we're at the farmer's markets and all the local farmer's markets. We're outside of the grocery stores, any place where we think that there's People that think health is important, that's where we're at because like-minded people understand what the issue is. But it's mm-hmm. interesting because you know, 90% of the people that we approach or we say, hey, you know, help us get a genetically modified foods labeled, they don't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge issue. And, uh, and once they know, uh, what, what kind of reaction are you getting? Well, you know, when you sit there, if they take the time and you get to tell, explain to somebody what's going on and that these foods have been labeled for export to Europe and Asia for over 10 years now, but these companies won't 
you know, won't waver for us Americans. They usually will activate someone and say, here, let me sign the petition. I'm, I'm there with you. They should at least label these foods so we know what's in our food supply. Tell, um, I'd like the, our listeners to know what, you know, a little bit more, uh, like what a volunteer, what is it like? I mean, you're out there, you know, talking to strangers in whatever weather, um, I mean, the rain, sleet, and snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's been cold a couple of those weekends. <laughs> uh-huh. But, you know, it's like we have a sign that says, you know, please help us label genetically modified foods. And usually there's a couple of us together, you know. Uh-huh. Sometimes we'll have a table, you know, where people can sign the petition. And we have literature we can hand out that tells them about it. And we have websites they can go to to look at it. But it's really interesting because... I mean, the people that know what you're talking to, they're just, like, so grateful that you're out here volunteering your time to get these petitions signed because if California can get this on the ballot in November, we'll be the first state to require food manufacturers in this country to label the food. Why? And it's a huge... Yeah, it is. A, and why is it important that California, uh, you know, maybe California be the first to do that? Well, we're the fifth largest uh, gross, mass, gross mass national product in the world. I mean, we're that huge of a, of a state. And if California can change that and make and require food manufacturers to label the food, then more than likely it's going to – we already have 11 states behind us waiting to see what happens in California because they're ready to go and, and, and do the same thing. I just found out last week that Vermont – they're, they were putting it through their legislature, you know, saying, okay, let's just vote on this. We think, you know, people in Vermont need to know, you know, that there's GMO in the food supply, and we're going to label it. Monsanto uh, has threatened to sue them if they pass the bill. Well, we're going we're gonna to make sure that here in California we pass that, uh, that we uh, label GMO foods, and, uh, and that's why you're going to give um, – Five reasons, you're going to share with us five reasons why Twin Talk listeners want to sign the petition to label GMO foods, right? That's right, Angel. I have the top five reasons why Twin Talk listeners want to sign a petition to label GMO foods. Are you ready for number five? And we're ready for number five. GMOs are like UFOs. They're unidentified but in our food supply. <laughs> Are you ready for number four? Yes. They're not. They're not tested, and you're the guinea pig. <laughs> okay. And number three. Go for it. Al- allergies, allergies, allergies. How many kids today have allergies? Too many. Wow, that's a- bless you. <laughs> wow, and uh, number two. Number two, it's a big, fat secret that Americans don't know, and it's making them fat. <laughs> You're kidding me. The Bunch of fat GMO, cows out there. So I could diet all I want, but I'm eating GMO food, so it's making us fat, huh? Right. So if you quit eating processed foods, you'll, you'll really help your body start to detox and get rid of the uh, chemicals that are stored in your fat cells right now. Okay. And I have the next... Go for it. I have... I have the number one reason why Twin Talk listeners want to sign the petition to label GMO foods. If bugs die when they eat it, imagine what it does to you. <laughs> if bugs die when they eat it. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, um, 
hopefully our listeners uh, will look for uh, uh, volunteers like yourself uh, out there and sign the petition. Why don't you tell our listeners where they can find... Wait, I got one more reason. <laughs> okay, I, what is it? To get my brother off my back about GMOs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Susan, Susan, thank you so much for calling. Please tell our listeners where they can go to find out uh, more information on where to sign a petition. Well, this weekend, uh, Saturday, April 14th, we have a free screening of the future of food at the Santa Monica Library between 2 and 5 p.m. Pam Larry will be our special guest, and Rob Herring will be performing. Oh, right on. Um, the, the, the GMO see- song. Yeah, you'll see uh, all of our volunteers at all your local farmer's markets for the next two weekends. They'll all have signs that say, please help us label uh, genetically engineered foods. Uh, We're also going to be at L.A. Green Drinks April 19th. It's a Thursday night at the Jeannie Matson Gallery in Santa Monica, 7 to 10 p.m. And it's Earth Day weekend, April 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Uh, so we'll be at Topanga Canyon Community House and Fairgrounds. Awesome. And we'll be at the Santa Monica Pier for the Tanzanza Yoga Festival. Awesome. And um, you, you can also go to www.labelgmofoods. Well, hold on a second. Dot, no. it's, it's labelgmos.org. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, thank you, Angel. It was great talking with both of you. and. Thank you so much. I'll see you on the street there, Susan. Uh, but don't, Absolutely. Uh, don't be up to no good. <laughs> good night. Thank you. Bye. Thank, thank you. All righty. All righty. That's enough of that. Let's hear one of those sound effects again. Pick one, Lenny. That's all, folks. Uh, GMO foods are not tested. You're guinea pig. Okay, so you know uh, we are uh, we are really honored uh, to have it as our next guest. Uh, the voice, the very first sound that you heard from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, multimedia journalist, voiceover artist, all around great guy, and internet blogger, Mr. Jeff Johnson in the house. Let's hear it. What up? It's my pleasure to be in T. Luis's garage this Tuesday evening. And here you are again. We are so happy to have you, Jeff. <clears throat> Glad so, to be back. So here's the deal: the the the, the way that uh, the story is told and retold, but the way that uh, that we uh, cut these uh, twin talk uh, voiceovers were we were sitting in my in my vehicle in the uh, parking lot, in the parking lot at NBC, at NBC, and now, but you know. Um, in a very short period of time, Jeff Johnson has become a pretty accomplished uh, multimedia journalist. He's jet-setting, and uh, he's the kind of guy who wants to always put things out in the media and on the uh, Internet world. And so he recently went uh, started traveling a lot, and uh, he started a China 2012 blog. Tell That's us about right. that. Well, um, I've been planning a trip overseas to China for you know a few months, and I decided why not do a blog while I go over there. I actually got the idea from watching these videos on YouTube about this guy that went to China. He actually lived there for a while and he was doing all these videos. So as I was watching the videos, I was like, well, you know, these videos are decent, but I think I can do a little better. (laughs) So once I, once I got the trip. I work in television. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I knew that, you know, you know, with having a journalism background, I knew what I was capable of putting together. So uh, once I booked the trip and got the uh, website up and everything, I decided to go ahead and go through with 
with the blog and you know I just took my handheld camera over there and all of my journalism skills with me over to Asia and just made a blog it ended up turning into like a mini you know web series with I, I, seven complete episodes it's like it's like the the Lord of the Rings freaking Odyssey <laughs> but you know it's interesting the web it looks amazing episodes. I didn't know it could look so well I mean it's 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 laid out nicely yeah I just um I just went on WordPress and did a, a very basic uh, layout uh, downloaded some images and put that as the background. It's very very simple process. Okay, so, but why should people go to it? First of all, let people know what it is. I mean, what's the address? It is China twenty twelve spelled out, not the numbers, but China twenty twelve all the words dot wordpress dot com. And basically, what the blog is designed to do is give you guys kind of a, a real insight as to what it's like to travel to a country like China. So I did an episode pretty much for every city that I visited. So there's a total of six episodes up now. Number seven is still in production. Um, but I visited cities like Shanghai and Beijing. I did the Great Wall, all these types of things. So I wanted people to really and see. They, and they looked at you and said, hey, Will Smith. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. I really I really wanted to share my experiences with people because when I went over there, it was like I was the celebrity. You know, and I had never really experienced anything like that before, you know, getting stared at everywhere you go. Dozens of people asking you to take pictures. It was something that I, you know, felt like I really wanted to share with everybody. And then, and then on, on, the, on the, the, the other side of it, too, I wanted people to know what it's like to get scammed also because right. that happened to me also. And so let's you talk, have to know a little bit of everything. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Uh, you know, there is uh, the, uh, the entertainment aspect of mm-hmm. it, but you, you wanted to – educate people right right i wanted to educate people on all aspects of traveling to china mm-hmm. not just you know the the good the bad and the ugly you okay know, put so it all out there what do people need to know what what are they going to get out of this blog that, that's going to be helpful and benefit them um i think you'll get a better idea of what it's like to travel to china than you would from the travel guys not necessarily like where to eat and things like that but just a different look at it because you know when you read a travel guide they're very helpful and they give you a lot of information but they don't have videos right you know they don't have that aspect of it so it's like you're <laughs> you're actually you know you're watching these videos and you're seeing what you know the lo- me interacting with the locals you're seeing me climb the great wall you're seeing me getting scammed he said he said climbing but he also repelled the they, great wall did you really <laughs> no, i didn't repel but I did, I did climb it yeah they don't tell you about the toilet situation right they don't tell you about the toilet situation <laughs> is you there know, a video it, for that because that's is. like <laughs> it's all it's all in the blog it's all in the blog um you know everything is there i mean and you, what know, is you the have to-, to go to the blog to find out okay for yeah. those of us who doesn't who don't know what is the toilet situation in china uh, they have these wonderful contraptions called squat toilets. <laughs> and the first full day that I was in China, I decided to to check out these squat toilets. And in episode three of my blog, which is the first day, you'll see I walk into a restroom facility at a nearby park and <laughs> I, you know, take a couple of shots of the squat toilet. And this particular squat toilet had... Uh, material on it (laughs) so you know it was very interesting i didn't use it i had no intention of using it but basically you know it's it's what you would imagine you squat over it and you do your business and then you leave now the thing about public restrooms in china is they're not well kept like they are here i noticed your legs were a little stronger (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's from hiking all those stairs because a lot of places over there don't have you know es- escalators and elevators they do it the old-fashioned way now, you know. you, uh, so you learn stuff and uh, when you went there you took a proactive approach not mm-hmm. just uh 
you know, did the tourist thing. You actually seemed to want to immerse yourself and sort of a, at least assimilate a little bit, right? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And <laughs> you I, stuck I, out like a sore thumb, huh? Yeah, I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I accomplished that. But, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to go over there and not just be a tourist. I really wanted to immerse myself in the culture, learn the culture, and really feel like I was living in China for those two weeks. And I think I did that. And I, I'm going to play a little excerpt on that. This Uh-oh. is this is this is learning the language. Oh, the, the the language lesson. This is episode four of the blog. Listen to this. Hello and welcome to episode four of the China 2012 blog, the language lesson. I'm getting ready to uh, get taught some Chinese terms so that when I get ready to hit the streets, I'll be a little bit more prepared. So I'm going to learn some terms, some pronunciation. Are you holding that camera yourself? Yeah. Pretty the, steady the, shot. The, the, the entire. Let me tell you something. The entire time that I'm shooting this blog in China, I'm just holding the camera out like at, this, at arm's length. At arm's length, and just lining the shot up, flipping the little screen out, and just lining up the and shot. It's, and it's a very. And steady it doesn't look shot. bad, does it? So, this is going to be really interesting. Get ready. So from here, Oh, she's talking about the squatter thing. <laughs> poo. Poo. Ah. Pa. Pa. Poo. Poo. Mo. 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 Ma. Ma. Mo. Mo. She, she sounds okay. cute. <laughs> this is where it gets tricky. That's pretty good, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is a. Uh, is that how I say ribs? <laughs> You gotta watch this video because when he, when, he, when he enunciates, he moves his head up and down like. <laughs> you know, like, I really, I really got into the lesson. I, I really could got tell. Into it. You know, but learning Chinese is not like learning Spanish. You know, because you know when you're going from English to Spanish, it's like it's the same letters and a lot of the words are very similar. But Chinese is completely different. Mm. It's a really difficult language to learn. I think I did okay. Yeah. On that good. lesson, if you go if, <laughs> at, at the end of the video, she actually gave me a grade of a B, which I think is not bad. Well, let's play it. That's pretty good, dude. It was tough. So I just got done. He's like Lawrence Fitzberg uh, on Ghost, Ghost Warrior. What is exactly Ghost Samurai? Sure how I did. So to get that information, we're going to go over to the expert, my teacher who took, was gracious enough to take the time out of her day to teach me a little bit of Chinese. Her name is Lanka, and she's going to tell you how well I did on my Chinese lesson. You suck. So Lanka, how did I do on my Chinese lesson tonight? Mm, this is your first Chinese lesson. Not bad. So what, what? She speaks better English than you do Chinese. <laughs> what grade would you give me? A, B, C, D, or F? Um, maybe B. B? So. That's not saying a lot because it got 2,000 characters in Chinese. So B is not very good. Right? Well, in English, it's great. So. <laughs> you, yeah, you have uh, space to uh, improve. So what do I need to do to improve? On my Chinese. Mm, um, practice more. You needed to throw me on bed and make love to me like the big black man that you are. <laughs> and uh, try to reveal what, what I taught you at least, uh, today. Mm, that's very important. Wow. First of all, she's, she seemed very nice. Yeah, she was really nice. I actually I met her through a friend of mine that... Uh, I know that lives over there that teaches English at one of the foreign language schools, and that's how I met her. I met a lot of people um, through that, and uh, she volunteered to take some time out of her day to teach me a little bit of Chinese, and it was very helpful. But you know what? I don't know because I don't know Chinese, but it did sound good. It did. You did sound like you enunciated really you, well. Are you taller than everyone there? Oh, yeah. I towered over everybody. I was, I was taller, bigger. 
you know, I had women call me beautiful, which was something new. I'd never, you'll never get that in L.A. Obviously. I get that all the time. But uh, geez, you're beautiful. But yeah, it was just it was just a really great experience, and that's why I did the blog because I wanted to share the experience with you guys and show you guys the good, the bad, the ugly. You know how to travel in China, how to prepare. I mean, just everything is covered in the blog, and I'm still adding to it. I've still got episode seven, Beijing and the Great Wall coming up. That's in editing right now, so be on the lookout for that. There's some great photographs. I mean, they're is really this, imp- it's this, really impressive. Is this part of your What the heck is that? <laughs> what? What is that? That's not. That's not you. I just want to put it out there right now. That is not on my blog. <laughs> Anyways, it's China 2012 spelled out. Okay, you said that you cover some things, but we, you know, give uh, give us three tips if you're going to travel to uh, such a very exotic yeah. country. What I'm going to are... give you. I'm going to give you some tips. Um, first, I'll start with the plane ride. Um, make sure that you're really prepared for that because that's a long journey. It was a 14 hour flight over there, so make sure you've got plenty of entertainment because the entertainment that I on my flight was all in Chinese. So <laughs> make sure you've got plenty of entertainment. Make sure that got a couple of Tylenol PM to help you knock out. It's a long <laughs> flight. Um, you know, and then also I would suggest most importantly, um, try to get an aisle seat if you can, because it is such a long flight. Mm-hmm. You don't want to sit there the entire time like that because you do run the risk of maybe getting a blood clot or, you know, stiffening up or anything like that. So you want to make sure you've got room to move. And if you need to get up without having to climb over three or four other people, that's something they're all also. tiny anyways, they're Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, you know, when you, you know, before you leave, to you know, make photocopies of your passport, your visa, all of your important documents, your uh, medical insurance, all that type of stuff. Keep it in a file folder with you and take all that stuff with you because you never know what can happen while you're over there. The last thing you want to do is get yourself in a bind when you're 6,000 miles from home. So make sure you've got everything. Should you, know, you bring your you. own toilet paper? Um, no, they do have toilet paper available for purchase. Okay. <laughs> what about the food? Eh? Was it, is the food the same? Or? Oh yeah, the food. Um, the food is really good. Um, it was great to get authentic Chinese food. Um, but be prepared for a culture shock because, you know, they don't eat a lot of the things that we eat in America. You know, they're a lot more conscious about. So what you're going to get the runs, eh? <laughs> so you know, you're not. You, you know, you're not going to get. You know, a lot of sweets and desserts and you know high. You know, high carb, high fat, a lot of meat, that GMO type of food. <laughs> um, you know, but one of the things that was interesting over there is the water situation. Um, you know, you can't drink the tap water because it's so polluted. So mm-hmm. when you're sitting at a restaurant, they're going to bring you a pitcher of boiling hot water because that's what you have to do um, in order for the water to be safe to drink. So they'll bring you a pitcher of boiling hot water. You have to wait on it to cool off and then you drink it warm. In China, they drink most of their beverages warm, unlike in America where we drink a lot of things cold. Even the beer? The beer is cold. The beer is okay. cold, but you know, like your water, your juice, stuff like that. A beer diet. You know, they you know obviously they're real big on tea, so they drink a lot of things warm. Um, see what else? Oh, with restaurants, make sure you've got hand sanitizer with you um, to keep from getting sick, uh, because washing your hands with dirty water really seems counterproductive. <laughs> so make sure you've got a bottle of hand sanitizer with you. I actually had a couple of days where I don't know if it was I got sick from the food or. 
you know, the people, I don't know what it was, but there was a couple of days I was feeling a little bit under the weather. So, you know, make sure that, you know, you're taking those precautions to really, you know, take care of yourself and make sure that, you know, you're not putting dirty things in your body. Well, that's Mr. Jeff Johnson with his blog, China 2012. And listen, check it out. That the did you take all those photos? Yeah, I took all those photos. They're amazing photographs to go everything, along. Everything that's on the blog is is all my production. Um, it's good stuff. And, and you know, along, produced by Will Smith himself. I mean, Jeff Johnson. And the cool thing, and, and the cool thing about the blog is, like I said, you know, it's it's entertaining, but it's also you know a way for people to learn how to travel to China, how to do it right, because this is my very first trip out of America. Period. So I'm learning on the go every single day that I'm over there. Jeff, what's your next trip then? I have no idea. I don't know what my next destination is, but I think I will do another blog. It's going to be Tijuana, Tijuana 2012. <laughs> <laughs> the blog, I, I, think, I think the blog was a pretty, you know, pretty big success. A lot of people you know, checked it out, and they liked it and everything. And you know, if you go up there now, you'll see all six, the, all six of the episodes that I've uploaded are there. You'll see you know, me traveling around, you'll see me riding the bullet train. I'll give you guys a tour of that. You know, like I said, the next, uh, the next episode, uh, Beijing, which will be episode seven, I think is actually the best one. I saved the best one for last. Cause you'll see me at the great wall. You'll see me trying out some of the, uh, exotic food on the, on the night market streets. You'll see all, and you'll actually see me call out one of the con artists right there on camera. Wow. That's so awesome. You'll check love it out. That. Oh, check right it out. On. Definitely check it out. And you know, feel free to leave any feedback comments. If there's anything you, you know, want to see that I may not have put up or may have forgotten about or you, something you want me to write about, please let me know. Check it out. Feedback is always welcome. Awesome. Thanks for being with us, Jeff. Thanks awesome. For always me, great Jeff. having you. Glad yes. you made it back, huh? Yeah, Check it too. out. <laughs> China 12, China 2012, I should say, on WordPress. Not WordPress.com. Did you break some hearts over there? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, <laughs> also, follow me on Twitter, at Real Jeff Johnson. Because he's the real Jeff Johnson. So or follow me. Or if you want to hit him up, hit him up on our page. On eh? our Facebook page. Yeah, Twin feel Talk free. Show. All right. When we come back, my brother's going to have the chill lounge. Don't go nowhere. So stay tuned. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick, Kick back. And listen. Feel a bit overwhelmed? It's natural. Or a bit confused? It's conceivable. Does anxiety have you at, grip, at a grip? It's very possible. Extenuating and even everyday situations in our lives can trigger these natural, conceivably possible reactions. It's okay. It's bound to happen. Don't resist and simply flow. 
Let it run its course, but don't wallow in it, and don't act on it. Take it in the chin, but with composure. If you must, scream, let it out, but don't force it out. Lift your arms, take a deep breath, and let it out, and repeat. Now, yoga, sun salutation, down dog, warrior stance, one and two, repeat, repeat. Align your core with the core of the sun and with the core of Mother Earth. This will release energy that's pent up and redirect it to a positive releasing flow. Situation still there? But then, so are you. Chill. One love. And that's Angel's Chill Lounge. And thus endeth another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live from Theo Lisa's Garage. And uh, you know what? We want to thank all our guests for being here. We want to thank the real Jeff Johnson who was here sharing uh, uh, his... his. Hey, uh, Jeff. That's awesome, man. Thanks for being tips here. Oh, no problem. I love coming by. China 2012. That's right. Check it out. Share it with your friends. Enjoy it. It's, it's entertainment. You'll love it. And I also want to thank Mr. Bill Hayes and Susan... Seaforth Hayes. What a class act. A beautiful, beautiful couple. And uh, they talked about their, their book. What an awesome book. Awesome. We want to thank them for being here. Also, we want to thank Suzanne Elaine for volunteering to label GMO you know, campaign or whatever that's called, brother. Because as you tweet. Yes. Uh, uh, Susan Elaine. She's one of the 1,200 volunteers <laughs> in California. Stay tuned. We only have a couple of seconds left of the show. Can you stay in it, please? Um, no, actually, we got two minutes if you want to go a full two hours. <laughs> anyway, so we want to thank you all for listening. Remember, you can always listen to our, our shows again on podcast on www.twintalkcast.com. And on iTunes, just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And make sure that on April 21st, not this Saturday, but the next, go to the uh, first uh, United Car Show and Concert in San Bernardino where we are going to be there live. All right. Check, check us out next week at 7 p.m. Pacific time. See you then, y'all. Shoo!